You're listening to 3CR Radio. And that was Benny Benassi featuring Gary Go with Close to Me. And we had Felix Capital kicking off the show with Polina and Don't Turn on the Lights. It is 7 after 4. You are on In Your Face on 3CR with James. Now, up real soon is Rodney Croom talking about the postal plebiscite and his insights on the yes and no campaigns. Of course, next week, the High Court will be hearing the case about the validity of the postal vote survey. So he'll be up real soon. Well, next week, the High Court will be hearing a case into the validity of the federal government's marriage postal vote survey to see if it can proceed or not under law. On the line, we have Rodney Croom. Rodney, welcome to the program. Hi, James. Thanks for having me on. So, Rodney, how would you rate the No campaign so far? I know that, you know, things are only just gearing up, but to my mind, they seem quite ineffectual compared to the Yes campaign at this stage. Well, for those people who are already supporters of marriage equality and have been for many years, including you and I, for instance, uh, it would seem that they're quite ineffectual. I mean, they're not addressing the key issue of whether same-sex couples should be able to marry. They're they're trying to divert uh, attention away onto what they believe to be the so-called unintended consequences of marriage equality, including radical sex education and a violation of religious freedom and and all of these kinds of things, which we know from the overseas experience, aren't the consequences of marriage equality at all. Uh, it's just fear-mongering. And I don't think that's resonating with uh, strong supporters of marriage equality at all. In fact, it seems to be completely dismissed. The issue, I think, James, is whether these kinds of uh, scare tactics are resonating with what, what we call soft supporters, people who would indicate in an opinion poll that they support marriage equality, but they don't rate the issue very highly. And uh, I really think we probably we will need the support of a lot of those uh, soft supporters, if you like, if we're to win the postal vote. We'll need them to return their ballot. And the uh, No campaign knows that. So what they're doing is trying to sow doubts in the minds of these voters. They're trying to, to sort of flood them with uh, all this anxiety-causing propaganda, if you like, in order to get them not to vote or even to vote no. So what kind of impact is having on those voters, I'm not sure yet, and we probably won't know until the first opinion polls come through, hopefully in the next week or so. Catholic Archbishop Dennis Hart has threatened to sack Catholic Church employees if they engaged in, in a same-sex wedding, If um, assuming, of course, it's, it's legislated for. What's your response to that? Uh, I'm appalled by those kinds of threats. In the same vein, I saw the... Uh, our former Prime Minister, John Howard, say that church schools should be able to turn away uh, or not enrol children because their parents are in a same-sex marriage. I mean, this is really getting out of hand. Some of this, uh, some of this, uh, again, fear-mongering and intimidation and, and attempts to try and discredit the existing anti-discrimination laws. Um, in terms of Archbishop Hart's comments... Really, the problem I feel there is a is is a double standard. The Catholic archbishops in Australia, the Catholic bishops, have been saying for many years now that they fear that marriage equality will lead to them losing their freedom of religion and losing their freedom of speech. Um, they've pointed to a case in Tasmania where the Catholic archbishop Julian Porteous 
uh, was uh, there was a case against him for a booklet which suggested that same-sex couples mess with children. And he has turned that around into a debate about free speech. And yet here we have a Catholic archbishop uh, quite happily saying to people in his authority that, um, that they will not have freedom of speech, they will not have freedom of religion, that they will be discriminated against if they dare support same-sex marriage or enter into a same-sex marriage. Um, that really is a terrible double standard. If the archbishops... It's if the bishops of Australia want people to take them seriously when they talk about individual freedom, they need to allow that freedom for their staff and their students in Catholic schools. Romney, finally, I know you haven't got much time, but what's your prediction for the result of the survey? Do you feel any optimism or confidence that uh, we will be successful? Only foolish people predict the outcome of a high court challenge. <laughs> and so but what about the actual vote, if it does proceed? Oh, sorry, Are you optimistic sorry. that, that uh, it will be successful? I mean, the polling saying, for instance, that 58% of Catholics are going to vote yes. Yes. Um, on that high court, on the point of the high court, uh, I think uh, most lawyers are giving it a 50-50 chance. Uh, on the point of the postal vote, I think if we can continue to strongly focus people's attention on the core issue, uh, that this is about equality for LGBTI people, it's about allowing same-sex couples to marry, and if we can effectively counter some of the nonsense, uh, some of the uh, fear-mongering, then, yeah, I'm optimistic that we can achieve a yes vote here. We know that young Australians are very strongly in support. As you said, we know that a majority of Christians support marriage equality. If we can convince wavering Christians that their religious freedom will not be under threat through this reform, then I think we will be able to encourage you know a majority of Christians to vote yes and yeah I'm hopeful in the last two weeks I've been traveling around Tasmania my home state encouraging people to get involved in the yes vote in the yes campaign and encouraging everyday Tasmanians I meet to vote yes and there's any validity to the or any methodological rigor which I guess there isn't to me uh, sort of to my straw polls on the streets of Devonport and Burnie and Launceston uh, middle Tasmania, I think, will vote yes for this reform. And if Middle Tasmania does, then Middle Australia will. Romney Krim, thank you so much for joining me today on 3CR. Always fantastic to talk to you. Thanks, James. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.